Hey, hey, hey. Greetings from upstate New York. Thanks for tuning in the Pastor Duke podcast. It is with pure joy I come to you each session. The flames burning in my heart uh, are now getting to the world because of uh, technology. I'm so thankful. Nearing 17,000 downloads times four per listen, maybe 70,000 listens in my first nine months. Thank you so much. Also, I'd like to offer special thanks to those of you in my podcast family that sent financial support for my podcasting. Thank you, Rose and Scott, former members here uh, at Temple Newtown Church, cousin Kevin in Detroit, and our dear friend Nan. Uh, y'all covered, <laughs> there I go, y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. You covered uh, my out-of-pocket expenses for my equipment in uh, the year's uh, fee on uh, Podbean uh, for my host uh, technical family. But uh, Joanne and I are eternally thankful uh, that you've chosen to sacrifice with us to help us get the gospel out to the ends of the year. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And God has really uh, put a, a burden in my heart to do the very best job I can to help you be aware of what's going on in our world and be ready for the soon return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The question is asked me often, how close might we be to his coming? Of course, no one knows the day or the hour of our Lord's return, but he did say, watch, he did say, when you begin to see all these things, I call that convergence. When you see all these things come to pass, know ye that my coming is near. Today we focus on what I like to call the big three. One of the cardinal doctrines of Christ's church throughout the, the millenniums is the imminent return of our Lord Jesus Christ, the blessed hope. He said, blessed, happy is he that loves his appearing. He wants us focused on his return, loving and longing for his return. It's why Christian slaves used to sing in the fields of injustice, swing low, sweet chariot, coming for to carry me home. The second coming of Jesus, our blessed hope. God's people know a lot about injustice, and the devil has more injustice coming, it seems very clearly, from the prophecies, and it's very clear as we listen to the news. Likewise, Jesus also loves his appearing. <laughs> Think about that. He's coming for his bride. I remember my wedding day. It was a happy day, yeah. Watching my bride come down that aisle. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. He's also excited about his coming to deliver us from this present evil world. He delivered us from the penalty of sin and his death. He delivers us from the power of sin by his life within us. He sent his spirit to live in us, delivering us from the power of sin daily. And one glorious day, he will deliver us from the very presence of sin at his return. Hallelujah. That's what we're focused in on. You know, the enemies of the cross have long mocked Christ's followers for their talk about and trust in the second coming of Jesus. They ridicule us and say, ah, you people are crazy. Uh, Christians have leaned on that silly crutch forever, and it's never happened. They think it's never going to happen. I let them know it's never been closer than it is now. I won't cast my pearl before those swine. But we now are living in a generation where all the signs have converged. There are hundreds of signs, but today I focus on what I like to call the big three. Number one, 
Israel is home and Jerusalem is retaken. Jesus told us in the Olivet Discourse, Luke 21, Mark uh, 13, Matthew 24, this rebirth of the modern state of Israel is the big one. It's not about the rise and fall of America, the Soviet Union, or China. It's not about Washington, D.C., Moscow, or Beijing. Israel is God's hourglass, and Jerusalem is the key city. It was May 14, 1948, that Israel was reborn among the nations of the world. It was June 10, 1967, when the Jews regained Jerusalem control and set up their capital. Luke 21, 24 tells us, I have my Bible open, and they, the Jews, shall fall by the edge of the sword. He's speaking this in 33 AD. Go to my uh, podcast called The Greatest Sign of All, and you'll get all the details on this many of the details and the Jews will fall by the edge of the sword. They shall be led away captive into all nations. Jerusalem shall be trodden down by the Gentiles until the time the Gentiles be fulfilled. In other words, till the Jews come back and retake their holy city, Jerusalem. I saw that happen on the CBS evening news with Walter Cronkite. And that's the way it was June 10th, 1967. God before uh, the eyes of the world did exactly what he said he was going to do. So catch that on my podcast, The Greatest Sign of All. And the parade of miracles that God did against all odds to make these sacred prophecies flesh out on the world stage before our very eyes. The Jews must be home for the Antichrist to persecute their nation. Anything God loves, the devil hates. Jesus comes to deliver them from the Antichrist and his persecution. It's all literally and politically lined up as we speak, just as Jesus told us it would be for the time of his appearing. Number one, Israel. Number two, technology. This is huge. Until very recent days, it was hard even to fathom this demented world dictator we call the Antichrist, how he could sway absolute control over the global population. One can't even buy a pack of gum without compliance and receiving the mark of the beast. Come on, man. How could that be? I think I just quoted our present president. <laughs> Come on, man. How could that be? But now it's easy to see. His kingdom will be a technocracy. He needed computers, needed nanotechnology, microchips, digital identification, scanners, GPS, 5G, space links, facial recognition, surveillance cameras. He needed all of that to be the controller of the world system. He needed the world to give up their personal information freely, cell phones, social media sites, and now mandatory vaccinations. Control. It's not about COVID. It's about control. And I assure you, this vaccine is just the beginning. The vax pass will be uh, way more than just a pass to get onto a bus, a train, or a plane. Uh, it's a segue, as I see it, towards the mark of the beast in Revelation 13. I have other podcasts going into those details Satan needed a complicit media, and boy, does he have it. Everything is conversion, technology. I promise you it's all a segue to that totalitarianism we see in Revelation 13. If you study out what is happening as we speak in China, you'll see the system that controls 1.3 trillion people, how the people 
uh, gained social points in China for obedience to the party and demerits for any questioning of the party or disobeying their rules. And it goes way past demerits. Many Chinese dissidents mysteriously come up missing and are never seen again. And the people are so afraid, they quietly comply. We've heard that back in the early part of my life, better read than dead. Uh, that's what they say. I don't agree with that. But that's been said. The same system will allow Antichrist to control the rest of the global population, and it's coming to America soon. You control the data, you control the money, you control the food, you control the medicine, you control the travel, you control it all. Totalitarianism is coming incrementally. And, of course, it's all packaged with the wonderful phrase, for the common good. You can't just be out for yourself. You have to be ready for the common good of the people. Our freedoms are only holding on by a thread. Censorship is now mainstream. One agenda only is allowed in the mainstream social media venues. Any information outside the government's official agenda on COVID, on vaccines, on election fraud, Hunter Biden corruption, January 6th, the border banned. It's the new version of the Nazi and Marxist playbook, book banning in those days, censorship in our days. It's the same thing, just on the technological pattern. They shot down and made the cure for COVID nearly impossible to get. Doctors were fined who did not comply with the party's narrative. When I got COVID back in January, I could not get the hydroxychloroquine that I wanted. I've had that six times before preparing for my trips to Bolivia, but I couldn't get it for COVID. Satan locked that one down. Have you ever seen a disease where they were fighting the cure? They want no cure. They want only vaccines, a follow-up shot, another vaccine, another, another. This vaccine thing has just begun. I've listened to what Gates have said. I've listened to the uh, World Health Organization. I've listened to the CDC. Satan has surely tightened his grip. It's clear as a nose on your face. He's not working in the shadows anymore. He is in the open air, in our face. He has spun a new morality. What was evil is now good. What was good is now evil. Gender confusion was called a mental illness until about 10 years ago. Now, those who stand on historic Judeo-Christian values are called the mentally ill. We're called the mentally ill. We are called the homophobes, the deplorables, the xenophobes. Now, they don't even know where to go potty. Now, we are being policed on our pronouns. Now, to offend someone with the wrong pronoun is a mortal sin, a crime against humanity Children being vaccinated against the parents' wills, against the parents' knowledge. Children being taught evil agendas in our public schools, even some of our private schools without parental knowledge. Parents trying to find out what are being taught are taken to court. You have no right to know what we're teaching your children. Uh, even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. I have nurses in my church met and other medical professionals walking on eggshells 40 hours a week at work, fearing they'll lose their jobs over using historic pronouns with patients. Get it wrong, you're labeled a hate monger. 
The society has gone insane, and sanity is called evil. Things are changing and changing at breakneck speed. We, the deplorables, are being chased down. They're putting our backs against the wall. Isn't that sort of what Jesus said to expect? Isn't that kind of what the Beatitudes are all about? Blessed are ye when all men shall revile you and speak evil against you falsely, for so persecuted they the prophets. Well, back to technology uh, necessities for uh, the book of Revelation to happen. Uh, you need technology. How about that phrase that reoccurs often in Scripture, every eye shall see, especially in the, in the, in the end days, uh, book of Revelation. Says, every eye shall see. Well, that was hard to take literally. You know, the earth is a globe. If something happens in the eastern hemisphere, those in the western hemisphere could not see it. That would not be possible until telecommunications, satellite technology, and television. Now, every eye and see. Tell someone uh, money will be digital 60 years ago. They'd call you crazy. But today, 94% of all financial transactions are digital. All the technology is now in place for Revelation 13's Mark of the Beast to become a reality. I'm listening to the World Economic uh, Forums, their plans for a global economic reset, which has economists and investors in panic mode even as I speak. James prophesied chapter 5, verse 1 through 3, an economic collapse in the time of the end. Your money is worthless. Your gold is corroded. In the time of the end, that fraud will rule government. It's in the text. Oh, my goodness. You've killed the innocent among you who does not even resist you. We're offering our children on, in, by abortion on the altar of convenience and financial gain. Oh, my goodness. Could these be the days of which our Lord spoke? When you see all these things come to pass, look up. Your redemption draws nigh. We see also on the technology side a verse that was hard to understand for millenniums. One third of the earth will be burning during the tribulation, Revelation 6 through 19. That was impossible to even fathom until the atomic age beginning in 1945 at Hiroshima and Nagasaki. We see three quarters of the earth's population dying in the days of the tribulation. Again, Revelation 6 through 19. Then I listened to Bill Gates, the World Health Organization, the United Nations making plans for a major global depopulation movement. Are they connected or is it just dink? I think they might be connected. Anyone find it interesting that at the epicenter of the vaccine movement are the same people leading the depopulation movement? Hmm, the devil might be in those details. I'm listening intently to the World Health Organization, the Center for Disease Control, CDC. I'm listening to Gates and, and their gang planning out future vaccines for future epidemics, whom, which they say are definitely coming. Are they coming or are they being caused? Comes to my mind. I heard Gates tell of all of his investments, nothing has ever paid back like vaccines. He said it was a $20 return on every dollar invested. I heard him say that just recently on uh, main, mainstream media. Why would a computer geek with no medical training be at the 
center of the global vaccine movement. Maybe the 20 to 1 uh, ratio, uh, maybe that's the money gain. Is that connected? I am just saying, you know, many view Bill Gates as a benevolent philanthropist, but he may be a deviant deceiver. Quick review as I come to a conclusion of our message today. The big three things that have never been in place till now for our Lord's return. Number one, Israel, the Jews, are home. Number two, technology to birth a technocracy. And number three, which I've already been making allusion to in the last few minutes, control. Control is the issue. Centralization of control is what Satan tried to do to take over the world at the Tower of Babel in Genesis 11, but it wasn't God's time. God's judgment came, confounded the language, and forced compliance to scatter and replenish the earth. Control is what got him kicked out of heaven in Isaiah 14. I will ascend to the throne of the Most High. I will be as God. He didn't want to be number two. He wanted to be number one. Control has always been his issue. Centralization of power. He hates nationalism. He attacks the nations. He wants to bring about globalism, central control, and the Bible told us God chose to tell us what he, God, sovereign, all-powerful God, would allow Satan to do at the time of the end. Those of us who know the scriptures, I call it the glove of prophecy, are watching the hand of reality fitting in perfectly, just as our Lord told it would be. It's not about COVID. It's about control. As I have been speaking out for over a year now, COVID will soon be seen not as a virus's medical response, but a governmental response to seize power, a government overreach, a government using fear as their tool to control the populace, a government and media complicit to stop the cure, lock down society, control small businesses, put them down, put the government in control of all the people, and pit, this is so sad, but they're doing it so successfully, and pit the population against one another over COVID mass, over the vax issues. Find what you believe on the vaccines and follow it and keep your mouth shut. It's not a, nobody's business. Nobody ever talked about vaccines before. It was a private deal. Follow the Nuremberg Code and don't let that be a point of division. The issue is control. Don't fall into the devil's pattern and divide against your brothers and sisters in Christ because they disagree with you on something. We agree that Jesus is the Savior of the world. We agree that Jesus is coming back. Don't let the devil divide us over these things. The story is ever-changing, always called science says, and the good people obey like sheep. Bad people think outside of the box. Bad people think outside the prescribed narrative first no masks necessary that's a tongue twister tang tungler no mask necessary masks don't work we were told that was the science then a mandate for masks was uh, placed upon us and then later fauci says two masks are better than one we see covid now way more 
of a political issue than a medical. Thank God the kill rate's only one in a thousand. <clears throat> you know, Christians, I think we saw this from the very beginning. It was a political thing, Satan tightening down his grip. The vax issues will continue with information and misinformation. Censorship will rule these days. Vaccine compliance will be forced. No attention will be given to cures and early treatment. They're coming after our kids. That is pure evil. I hope I'm wrong on these things. But I've read the book. I know where it's all heading. There will be continued hiding of the horrible effects of many of the vaccines, which have had. That's why certain nations are rising up against it. It's a, it's a battle. It's game on. Time will soon be telling concerning the long-term effects of, of the vaccines. Remember, they've never been approved. They're only for emergency uh, use approval. No matter where we're landing on that vaccine issue, the big issue is control. Expect mandatory vax for the global population. It's going to be vax up or else. Forced vaccination violates all 10 points of the Nuremberg Code. It violates the Hippocratic Oath and violates all American historic protocol. So you see the big three are now in place like no generation ever before. Number one, Israel. Number two, technology. Number three, control the populace. And I say, even so, come Lord Jesus. I am so ready for the righteous to be delivered and the evil heads to roll. I'm asked often thought my thoughts on the Biden administration. I say he surely is hastening the day of the Lord, and that's a good thing. I just think it's going to be a series of more bad things that lead uh, to our Lord's return to look, deliver us from this present evil world. He said in the prophetic chapter through Paul, 2 Timothy 3, verse 13, evil men and seducers will wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. And so I think that's exactly what's going to happen. But that doesn't get me down because I know what's going to happen. I know why it's going to happen. And I know uh, that you know nationalism will be forced into globalist uh, agenda. If uh, Biden succeeds, I win. If he doesn't succeed, I win. Our answers are not in nationalism. Our answers are in a savior. All this will come to pass because God said it will. It's not our calling to stop the rise of the antichrist to stop globalism i just want to use it all as a tool to point people to jesus because you can gain your political uh victory and 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 have nationalism back you know america is not the kingdom (laughs) jesus that is coming where the lion will lie down with the lamb that that's not it man Uh, we got good news coming but it's going to get darker before the lights uh, really come on at the lord's appearing i'm watching it all develop I'm watching uh, people sensing that something is up. I've been able to witness to more people through this than ever before, even here in a blue state where people in uh, upstate New York, people don't want to stand around and talk, but they are now. They kind of sense an encroachment of evil. And we can use this Christian community. We can use what's happening as a tool to point people to Jesus. What a great tool it is. So just remember, we win, we win, we win. So I am thankful you're listening into my podcast. I pray that you'll hit the like button, maybe send a response. Let me know what you think. Uh, if, if you have ideas for a podcast, 
that you would like me to do, uh, send it to me on a message. You, most of you can reach me on Facebook. A lot of you follow me there. But uh, let me know how I could meet your need. That would be a great answer to my prayer. So keep your eyes on Jesus. Remember, he loves you. He's big. He's good. He's got plans for you. They're really good plans. So keep your eyes on him. Keep your hand on the plow. Stay on mission. Love people fervently. Let's make the devil mad today. The devil's mad. I'm glad. God bless you. Love you. See you next time. Bye-bye.